the eight wing just rejects in order to protect the oh, nine non-engagement. Okay. Like I have been in conflicts with nine wing eight where they just refuse to engage. That is not, that is avoiding conflict. That is still like blunt, blatant, avoiding conflict, but it's through complete rejection versus the nine wing one will do, will avoid the conflict by being like, no, you need to fix how you're talking to me. Da, 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 da. Like, oh, you know, okay, okay. The anger of a nine wing eight is more angry than the anger of a nine wing one. That is not my experience. Cause I feel like when I'm angry, I'm like viciously angry. The big hormone angry. John Lukovic, uh, sexual self-pressed, 45 wing, 458 tri Hi, I'm David Gray, self-pressed, sexual, 9 with 1, 974 trifix. What up, it's Emika, I'm the 8 wing 7, sexual self-pressed, with 854 fixes. Hi, I'm Nancy, I am a self-pressed social 3 wing 4 with a 369 trifix. If you like our podcast, guys, make sure you go like and subscribe on the Apple Podcast app. And if you really like us, you should definitely leave us a review. What are we doing today? Are we doing wings or are we going to do part two of this thing that we, me and David and Nancy did last week? What did you do last week? We did uh, um, different blind spots. We, besides the instinctual blind spot and how we might, um, if you don't integrate certain qualities represented by certain types, um, it gets compartmentalized. Uh, That's cool. Maybe, maybe in the form of, of something that you're attracted to. I think I remember something you and David, we, we were having a conversation about how I'm really affected by um, heart energy and that that's something that I have to integrate myself. Otherwise, it gets externalized into mm, you know, mm -hmm. what I'm attracted to. And I was thinking about that for Josh. And I think one of the examples I gave was that Josh uh, is attracted to things that he lacks, like someone who has some kind of wild, irresponsible energy, like a seven or something. Maybe that's why he's attracted to us, because that's the polarity that he's missing. And um, sort of like all these different ways that we have to integrate these blind spots, or they become compartmentalized, or they, they express themselves in you know, unconscious ways. And so we were exploring the different blind spots that we all have uh, in the Enneagram. The other thing I think that we intended to start on, but I don't know how much we actually got to it, was just the last fix in the trifix sort of being a semi. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, the last semi. center. Right. The last center. Right. Mm. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I'd, I'd want to hear. Uh, we can do a part two later because you haven't yeah. gotten a chance to hear it. So we can just do wings. Yeah, that'd be cool. All right. Yeah, we got our. Wing queen. Wing queen here. I don't know about that. <laughs> flying queen. You, you was, you've established yourself as a wing queen, so you got to accept it. All right. That's high bar. <laughs> I need you guys to set that a little lower so I can continue to impress. Nope. No adapting here. You have to own it completely. <laughs> That's the nine line to three. It's like, keep it low, so I'll always dazzle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Big hormone Enneagram. Uh, we are doing it. And uh, we got plugs by my book, by David's Trifix book. I'm doing a study group based on my book on Sundays via Zoom, 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, $15 a class. The previous classes are recorded. How do people um, find you there? Sorry? 
how do people find you for that? Uh, I'm on, you, you find it, You, I mean, easiest place is the Facebook group Enneagram Universe, but um, people have been getting me on email and on uh, Instagram. You can get me on my website, johnluckovich.com, and I'll eventually have it more organized, but for now I'm just kind of figuring things out. Um, what was the thing that you guys talked about recently or the last class that you had today? So, yeah, we just did a class today. It's on uh, a section in my book, the f- end of the first chapter. It's called A Real Human Being. And it's talking about how the instincts are automatic. So we're, we don't really have a say in what our body's needs are. We don't have a say in our need for other people. We don't really have a say in who we're attracted to. They just happen automatically. And so when we are identified with our instinctual drives, uh, we like our, our, our whole consciousness basically becomes lowered to that automatic level. Like our reactions to our instinctual stuff and our thoughts around our instinctual stuff all become uh, completely automatic. And so it was about how do we, uh, you know, how do instinct, I said like instinct is obedient to something, whether it's obedient mm-hmm. to our life, our sense of living, or obedient to our ego agenda and distortion. Or it is obedient to uh, an inner life. And so, you know, to that end, we started talking about the way that we leak energy through the reactions of our instincts and how to work with the blind spot from that point of view. So even though that section was like maybe three or four pages in the book, uh, it always ends up being pretty rich discussion and and question and answer and breakout rooms and... um, and we do meditation at the beginning. So, DAA. <laughs> oh yeah, DAA. We uh, recently typed um, Marina Abram. Abram. How do you say that? Yeah, I think it's Abramovic. Abram. Okay. So yeah, we recently typed her. I know John. You. The only reason I, I found out about her is because I think years ago you posted about her in a group as an example of a sexual five. And uh, yeah, tune in and see if that's correct. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Who else? I think, I don't even know who we're doing next. You guys Uh, just did Alan, what's his name? Alan Rickman. Rickman. Alan Rickman. And then we did uh, King Douchebag of the World, Andrew Tate. I'm so excited to watch that one. Where did he come from? Who is he? He is a guy who's apparently very effective at marketing because he came out of nowhere and uh basically his clips are dominating the internet and um which is a clue to his type but he um a former kickboxer who uh, he eventually moved into making money making business so he's a multimillionaire who now has uh, an online course called uh hustlers university that teaches men to make money and uh and so Yeah, just men. Only men. <laughs> because men. men are Cis, amazing. White you know? men. <laughs> and uh but he's been promoting himself by, you know, going on podcasts and making very controversial comments and starting fights basically, pissing people off. The the Trump flood the zone, you know, strategy. But in mm-hmm. a, only a matter of a couple months, he's gone from relative unknown to having like over two million views or two million followers on Instagram. So he's it's very very effective self-promotion but um he's a massive douchebag and uh <laughs> but i mean i respect the hustle like he's you're, you're making it happen i didn't know who you were i don't care about who you are but i i can't turn on any social media without seeing this motherfucker's face 
and you know everywhere so part of me really hopes he's like a plant like he <laughs> created this whole persona to see like to gather data from the other side mm. <laughs> i really just hope in like six years we're gonna find that out and he was like surprise yeah it's much worse than that it's, it's kind of like you know people are hoping that trump is like not real but the, right, he's very right. much a real person <laughs> no it's horrible people are just horrible it's like it's not gonna stop if you keep giving this guy attention he just keeps getting stronger uh and those of you who want to get typed or looking for help with your typing google get typed by any grammar you can find our typing services anygrammar.com um instinct stacking trifix all the stuff that we talk about get the best damn typers on planet earth at anygrammar.com um yeah i am also taking astrology readings give me your information i will tell you about your chart um when you have your correct typing also your um i was going to say enneagram chart your astrological chart your natal chart gives you more nuance into what type of seven you are into what type of nine you are into why you don't identify with seven or nine or whatever you are um it's very nuanced it helps bring a lot of sort of dimensionality to the enneagram or the enneagram to astrology in its opposite sense yeah do it please where do people find you to me um, you can find me on my personal Instagram account, which is I am Alexandra AA, or my Enneagram account, which is Angry Enneagram Nine. One of those. Or if you have me on Facebook, you can message me there. It's been going really well. It's been really, it's been really wonderful. So why are you come so on angry? <laughs> why am I so angry? We're going to talk about that today, aren't we? <laughs> why should people want to work with an angry nine? <laughs> oh, an angry an angry nine may have the most wisdom of all. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Rageful philosopher of the universe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. So we're talking about nine wings today? How about nine wings? All uh, right. Crown of the Enneagram. Yep. <laughs> Primordial ego agendas of the the types of the carrying the most the, the all the world's toxic personalities and absorbing <laughs> them into their bosoms into their bosoms that's right yes why do we hold so much toxicity because the rest of you are toxic and we just <laughs> absorbed it <laughs> unless you're so a toxic true. nine unless. yeah okay fine <laughs> those yeah. don't exist I don't know what you're talking about yeah. I would say there's two of them on this podcast uh -huh. at this wow <laughs> can confirm. <laughs> Yeah, we're the one. scariest. Look, not like not even kidding though. Nines are the scariest. I think. Nine. Agreed. I think Especially they're the, when they go just, Joker mode. Yeah, just in plain sight, <laughs> and you never know what's going to activate them. How much they've absorbed, what their tipping point is, and then suddenly they're getting carried out of your apartment by policemen. Or you know, got the serial killers who uh, some of the most famous serial killers are. Yeah, just off their nines. whole family at once. Yep. Just eating people and storing their bodies in the fridge. <laughs> we love a good family murderer. <laughs> So, who says nines are ordinary? See my backyard. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, David. David will have a dog come by the house, and he's like, "Nope, I'm not touching that dog. You can starve and freeze to death out there." Yeah, <laughs> oh, he will. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Welcome to peaceful nine land. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh gosh. All right. So, yeah. How do we kick this off? We're looking at. A positive outlook type, a gut type, a withdrawn type, um, at the top of the enneagram, flanked and an by attachment type. and an attachment type. Yes, how could I have forgotten that? 
um, flanked by an assertive rejection body type and a frustrated compliant body type. So how do those wings differ? How do those nines look separate? How are they still both nines? I've seen a lot in the, com- in the community talking about how nine wing eights and nine wing ones look like entirely different types and how I've seen, maybe this is my own saltiness coming up or whatever, but I've seen a lot of people um, attribute more toughness and like less nineness to nine wing eight than nine wing mm. one. So I'd actually like at some point to talk about why they're both still nine as fuck. Very nine as fuck. Um, um, yeah. yeah, so we can get into that. I mean, energetically, I, I would say, I mean, I think the first Wings episode we talked about, we talked about how there's more in common with the types that share core type and wing combination. And so, mm-hmm. for example, I I have a lot more in common with seven wing eight energetically in, in other ways than... Uh, I would with eight wing nines, like eight wing nines feel similar to nine wing eights. Mm-hmm. So like when you get nine wing eight and uh, eight, any combination of eight, nine, you get this really solid immovable quality. And same thing goes for one wing nine and nine wing one. There's like a very withdrawn, but sharp, frustrated quality. Um, and so in a lot of ways for a lot of people, nine wing eight seems like a completely different energy than nine wing one does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me look up the database really quick. Somebody wants to take over for a second. Yeah. Um, yeah, David, what, what are your thoughts on comparing yourself to Nine Wing Eight? Mm. <laughs> what are your prejudices against that Nine says Wing it Eight? All. Oh, yes. that's it. Okay. What, what do you hate about mm. Nine Wing Eight? Oh, I could talk on that. Uh... <laughs> yeah, get into that. Let's talk. <laughs> What do you hate about the opposite type of your opposite wink? Mm. Okay, just looking at the database, we're starting with Megan the Stallion as a nine wing eight. Like, oh, duh, she, she very, very obvious nine wing eight, where she's just like thick body nine wing eight. <laughs> thick is yeah, the operative is. word here. Yes, yes. Yeah, not just when... in her literal physical composition, but like energetically, she's like right. heavy and soft and thick. That is what nine wing yeah. eight. It's it's the essence of thickness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, essence. Spiritually yes. thick, voluptuous, <laughs> voluptuous. Yeah. Even meaty. even meaty. slim, skinny nine wing eights feel thick. They still yep. feel mm-hmm. thick, right? True. Yeah, it feels more like a closed fist, you know, or just like more like a bear or something like that. Like just like a heavy, weighty, sleepy, don't bother me kind of energy. I was thinking more like slabs of steak. That, I mean, sure. I'm sure somebody would love that. <laughs> Raw or cooked? Because I feel like that makes a difference. Mm, I prefer oh, we'll say semi-cooked. How about that? Like yeah, medium-rare. I don't know why, but like, uh, like what came to me immediately was Nightwing 8 is like like chocolate pudding, whereas like yeah. Nightwing 1 is like uh, chocolate mousse, like that fluffier. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah. You know? Refined. Yeah, yeah. Full <laughs> yeah, of air bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the no. princess the refined princess or prince quality is more nine wing one. Like nine wing oh, eight sure. is like wants to be messy. Like that sort of like Jason Momoa, mm-hmm. I'm he just got out of bed hair, I might have just fucked and who knows what else have I done, sort of like sexual appeal. Like every nine wing eight and it spiritually wants to end up there. 
Yeah, totally. Looking at this also, Beyonce is another popular one that is very nine. She's very nine, but -hmm. she does have that like, she does have that meat quality. (laughs) That's so good. Meat is so good because I don't identify as meat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I identify you as meat. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay, well, fast. despite being John's prey, <laughs> um, I I think that the um the archetype of of like the maiden of like the young bride of the princess whatever mm, whatever you know like right. the young delicate oh the white swan from the movie Black Swan mm, yeah mm-hmm, that's all good. nine wing one yeah mm-hmm. all nine wing one where nine wing eight is like in uh what is that show called Breaking Bad that guy Mike. Yeah, in Breaking Bad, where it's like yeah. soft, like fuck off. Right. Yeah, a lot of nines you end up becoming like athletes, tough guys. Uh, a bouncers lot of nine bouncers. So. Yeah, but like yeah. the nines who end up identifying as eights often um, are really feeling into that eight wing. I think nine wing eights really have um, can have more chip on their shoulder about their toughness mm-hmm. than than some eights yeah. might have. But yeah. Oh, they what also- is um, Billie really Eilish? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. She's nine wing eight, right? Eight. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's actually a great example because she's like a DJ, I believe, with a four eight overlay, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she's very soft, like personality wise. Yeah. When you hear her in interviews, she's got more like oomph to her, not necessarily assertive energy. She's but she's still soft as so soft. She's so yeah. soft. Her music right. is just like wispy, cloudy air. It's like bare. Yeah, barely there. Yeah, look at like search her on Google and every picture of her, she's falling asleep. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I that's what reminded me of it because when you brought up Megan the Stallion, they have the same eyes. Yeah. Oh, they do. That, yeah. That that's heavy, another thing. Like, mm. That's another thing that I think we've got it on the Enneagram or site, but the eight wing gives the nine more permission to be a nine. Yeah. Oh. Whereas the one wing is more constantly mm. sharp and critical at the self. Yeah. yeah, and that's that that's a, that's a yeah. giveaway for nine we eight is the weed eyes, like una- unashamed <laughs> weed eyes. Like I'm just, just yeah. I just, just got baked. Mm-hmm. I got baked, and I'm just that's just the way I am. Deal all the with time. me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm expanding yeah. my soft coziness. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah. I'm expanding my chillness. <laughs> the other yeah, thing that's a too. Good point. I dated a SPSX nine with an eight, so that was interesting observationally because. Hmm. I'm oh, yeah. SPSX nine with the one, as you may know. Um, and no, we don't know, David. Yeah, don't know. tell us more about yourself. <laughs> yeah. um, and the thing that we would fight about a lot was that she was kind of like following for what I just said. She was often really dissociated and mm. like not listening to what I was saying. Yeah, and so that led to some. David Gray rages. Oh. <laughs> oh no! Like where I was yelling, like because I there there'd be something that I've told her numerous times, and she was just like blank, just pure space cadet. Sometimes, oh. and it, that's a good point in terms of like the dissoci- dissociating uh, combination of nine and eight. I was just thinking about this the other day. How eight wing nines? Of course, eights are terrible with either wing, but. Eight wing nine can be worse in the sense that the nine wing adds a level of dissociating that mm. there, it, there's not real sharpness when it comes to where I'm going to force. And so, um, at least my experience of it is that 
there's not it's not nuanced it's kind of like i'm gonna bulldoze in this direction and it might even be something that where i'm contradicting myself but mm -hmm. i'm gonna push anyway and so that's sort of like the conflicts that i've had with my dad and you know my sister where it's like you're you just said like a week ago that this was something that you you disagreed with and now it's like you're like a hundred thousand percent in this direction so there can be like this sort of nine-ish I'm not really paying attention and I'm mm. just going to use the dissociating to justify my expansion. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good point in contrast to this going back a little bit to like the eight wing giving the nine permission to just be nine ish. Mm -hmm. Like I still am in the pattern of like reminding John that I'm lazy as if he doesn't already know that. <laughs> like I'm like I'm still constantly just being like, sorry, I'm just really tight. You know, like we have just we've been traveling or active or just like have something on the schedule since like the middle of june since Damn. before the live ended. pod that's a yes. lot yes it oh. was like people coming to visit and then you guys and then we went to puerto rico yeah. and then we went to seattle and we've just gotten back i'm still catching up on sleep and for some reason yesterday i just like kept reminding him like i'm sorry i'm just really tired and so i'm just tired and da 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 da. And he had to stop me at one point and be like hey i know you're a nine <laughs> like, <laughs> i know you're and lazy and that's the one wing saying, that's, hey, yes. totally. pay attention. You're, right. There's something you should be doing. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. There's the yeah. superego element that says, like, nineness is bad. And yeah. then six and three, you got to work, bitch. Yeah. Right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God. Still gotta, we got to do that commercial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. That hit. <laughs> that, that, that's it. <laughs> that that nine wing eight just like expanding my lazy nineness, just boom, you know, mm -hmm. versus it kind of like, uh, you know when somebody does like a stick and poke tattoo where it's like that mm -hmm. kind of it's it's sort of like uh, nineness will come out in these like quick little like bursts of like oh I'm just being lazy now but it's gonna be I'm gonna go clean up later you know it's like <laughs> yeah. the one wing makes it that like like there's some kind of like uh, I'm like dipping into nine but I'm dipping out dipping in dipping yes. out really fast <laughs> yes you know, that gets at it symbolically that yeah that, that sharp mm -hmm. thing of one yeah yeah that it's like a out. it's like a shard of softness like <laughs> shard <laughs> yeah. softness that's so funny energetically nine wing one always feels more anxious to me like there's yeah. a, there's yeah. an inner conflict with like that says like I'm not supposed to be I'm not supposed to be relaxed. And uh, nine wing eights are like, they're like all the way. It's, it's like aggressively relaxed. Yeah. Aggressively <laughs> Just, relaxed. Yeah, obscenely to, relaxed. To the point where you can feel that they literally, they do not give a fuck about your, like that eight rejection wing thing. It's like, yeah, I am true. not completely detached from giving a shit about, you know me just laying on this couch the way I am. And, and you know, like the dude in, what's the name of that movie? Big Lebowski. Uh, Big, yeah, Big Lebowski. How? That's a nine How did you know that? <laughs> I know. Jeez, <laughs> oh, that was some hey, channeling. what's that one movie <laughs> in the millions that I didn't like, describe at all? Archetypal <laughs> nine energy. Because his name is The Dude. The Dude. That's <laughs> that's no, yeah. that doesn't help. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's, I haven't seen that, so you, you might have to explain Oh, that you need to way. check it out. It's well, really the, the movie, he's <laughs> like, he, it became a cult classic because the, the guy playing the dude who's actually a, a nine-wing eight in real Jeff life. Jeff Bridges? Yeah, yeah, Jeff Bridges. is just embodying this sort of sloppy, I live a lifestyle where, you know, I, I don't give a shit and I'm just taking it easy. He's always drinking a, a white 
Russian, and he always he's wearing um, a bathrobe all the time. His hair getting stoned all the time, all the time, and so it's like it's a very nine wing eight archetypal. It it just resonated with people, and so people sort of like identify with that character in a big way because he's just a dude. Like I'm just I'm just here. (laughs) Oh, I just looked it up. His name really is the dude. That's bananas. (laughs) (laughs) I thought David was just being David and just joking around. (laughs) Wow, this is just a lumpy man. Yeah, that's Nine Wing Eight. It's a really and good movie too. It's yeah, worth checking out. Love it, man. It's a Coen yeah. Well, Brothers. just like I'm no, looking. I gotta look a, it up. Yeah, look it up. I'm looking up a picture. Uh, this this guy who is wearing like it looks just like boxers and like a ratty oh. white t-shirt and a robe, sitting with like his legs wide open on a chair yeah. of just like s- sloppy. It's my one man coming in, but it's just like sloppy, <laughs> gross, lazy block. Oh yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> Do do you know the thing I've noticed Mm. is that uh, there's something about this energy that women are attracted to, like, Uh, let let me hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Explain yourself. In terms of like, you know, uh, uh, archetypes that women are attracted to, because some uh, us guys that like to be put together would look at this guy and be like, I don't know why anyone would find this attractive, but you always end up seeing like hot girls dating these sloppy dudes and i'm like what is going on but there's oh. something but there's something about a guy who it doesn't care that much about his appearance yeah i do get that, that well you're always gonna look better than him well it's yeah but it's it's almost like a it's kind of a weird confidence that it's like oh yes. he doesn't yeah. care enough you know to, to try that out. hard yep and there's something appealing about that and i see that mm-hmm. reoccurring pattern of like these sloppy guys that have this sort of like nine eight fakes or something or core nine eight that just girls like that shit yeah there's like a disheveled quality that Mm -hmm. yeah it feels like easy confidence that's not super active and it's usually women or you know because like i feel like men have that with some women too but yeah i do understand Mm -hmm. that it's the opposite more often but i do feel like it's more anxious people use that kind of grounded easy free you know carefree whatever energy is like something to it also comes through in the collages when we're typing people because we're often uh figuring out the wings on the fixes mm-hmm. and you can see it in the refinement or lack of refinement once you discern that there's a nine fix yeah that's often uh and and it comes through in the aesthetic of yeah. the collages. Yeah. This yeah. is very um, advanced collage typing here, folks. Okay. You can, uh, I would even say you could do the collage exercise based on people's playlists because we were at a yeah. um, beach getaway for the weekend and there is a woman who came with us and uh, I'm assuming she doesn't listen to this. And um, <laughs> she is probably a three nine something i don't know she's a space cadet in every way except one but she was playing a playlist that was so like chaotic and like disheveled and awful and like (laughs) not it was just a bunch of songs that had nothing to do with each other slapped together from like 2002 and I was like, this is literally the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it gives this quality of just like, what the fuck are you doing with your life? That's <laughs> common about like uh, the collages over the years. I've started to realize, dude, this is, it's so revealing. It's like someone burying their soul. If you know yeah. what to look for, yeah. there's so much that is there in someone's collage. And even 
if you look at someone's collage, I know we floated this idea as a joke, but it's actually, I think it's legit. If you look at someone's collage and you don't like the world that the collage is illustrating, you probably don't like them. Yeah, God, that's so true. There is something so so elemental Mm, about the way it's constructed, the content. Well, it's like we talked about with the Baba Chakra thing. People are creating their world. Yes. Their ideal world. Yeah. Yeah, I um, I go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, well, I was just going to kind of take it in a different direction of saying that, like, obviously, the three nine nine fixers on this podcast all have Nancy, you're nine wing one, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're all nine wing one. So we have an automatic uh, bias against nine wing eight of like, <laughs> like you're doing nine that's wrong kind of, <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> but like, so we were, I, so I was just hanging out with Amber today. Amber, who is on the call, on the live call, for those that don't know who Amber is. She's the seven wing eight that was on the call. She has a nine wing eight fix. Do you guys agree with that? Mm-hmm. Yes. I think so, yeah. Okay, because I feel it's very obvious. Like, yeah. her, <laughs> her sense of chill is just like, I'm yeah. fucking relaxing now. <laughs> like, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> like, there's no, my, my relax is like relaxing, but also very sensitive to like, if it's okay or not. Mm-hmm. And she's just straight up like, no, I'm this, what well, this is, I'm doing this. Yeah. And yeah. And like, it's just so funny to see. And you can kind of see it in her collages, too, that she does have those like Alex Gray. um, I don't know, sort of tones in there. But it's like a big it's like a there's like a big I'm putting this big relax as an object down. Mm -hmm. We're relaxing now. Yeah. It's just like (laughs) heavy relaxation where 911, I feel like a sensitive relaxation. Yeah. When um. Alexander, you were talking about the the dude having you said sloppy, gross, lazy blob, <laughs> and for you, you know, <laughs> I don't know, like you, it would be like, like, <laughs> uh oh, be careful, John. Like delicate, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's like delicate, contained, clean blob. You know, okay, like <laughs> excellent. Uh, I approve. You, you you like get home and you like put your your you like your your clothes away in the right way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you know, like you you have a little ritual to like un- unwind, and then you go into blob mode, and you're like, yeah. you know, you're like, oh well, I just need this because I was at work. <laughs> yeah, like I'm trying to justify it all the time. Yeah, yeah. and like David will come out, come back with uh, he'll uh, come out with his comfy pants, like whenever yeah, we're yeah. hanging out. It's like very structured relaxation. This this comfortable yeah. spot. I'm putting, on, I'm putting on the comfortable uniform. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> Brian, Brian calls it natural habitat, Nancy. <laughs> you know that I feel like that's another thing. We all also all three of us have self prez in our um, mm, stackings true. or whatever. But that's another thing is like true. I have to find the right comfortable place. Mm. Like it has to be the right one. Yes. I can't just yes. impose my relaxed no. passive state on any part of the thing. It's like the assigned. <laughs> wonderful environment that will provide optimum perfect relaxation. Yeah, which is one. And if anything's off, I'm disrupted. Right. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't Agitated. feel right. I'm wasting my relaxation yeah. on subpar relaxation. That's it. Yeah. And I see, a standard. I, I, I can see this kind of like fussiness that, you know, a tends to be nine-wing ones that uh, mm-hmm. this type is for. And this sort of like... Mm, yeah access to frustration and this withdrawn quality where it's like oh nothing's ever right now i'm always fixated on what's missing and, and oh, that's you a know good point. so you know a lot of nine wing ones would uh because they have this fussy quality um and they're trying to like actually be relaxed but it's it's frustrated and it's never really quite there they might see themselves in four mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that makes sense for sure 
Yeah, that's funny. I never would have. There's never also seen it. there's ahead. also again continuing the refinement theme. I mean, there's that kind of refined thing around aesthetics that's mm-hmm. going to make nines mm-hmm. with a one wing think they're fours as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Some of the most uh, refined, prettiest collages we've ever gotten are. All, I mean, we have more nine wing ones than probably any other type in the group. It's neck and neck between nine wing one and six wing seven, but uh, nine wing one collages you know, tend to be the most refined that we get. Yeah, that's actually a really good point because, um, you know, people always say that fours, like, essential quality is, like, beauty or something like this or, you know. And fours do have a relationship to aesthetics, but it's, it's like, like, I do find that Nine Wing One has, like, the beautiful as, mm-hmm, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, beauty itself. I mean, maybe I'm, uh, I'm happen to have some strong feelings for Nine Wing One, so maybe there's something there, but, uh, Ooh, John, who the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> she's gonna fight Who's this one? Who is this Nine Wing One? <laughs> Y'all think she's joking, but, uh, <laughs> that's not a joke. That's, that's how it be. A... Um, <laughs> but <laughs> imagining side bitches, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, side bitches everywhere Uh, but um, no but like beauty and like things that are just beautiful and pleasing and um, you know that seems so much more the domain of nine wing one whereas like you know four has more like frustrated tension in their aesthetic where there's a there's a little bit of under not undermining itself but it's it's you know it's like uh, like whatever beauty there is also being in the process of stripped away in the fours mm-hmm. art mm-hmm. or aesthetic or whatever. Whereas nine and nine wing one uh, especially has a sense of like allowing the beautiful to be the beautiful, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's also, I mean, like harmony is the essence mm-hmm. quality and, and harmonization is like hybridization and that's what art is. And then you're bringing in the one wing, which is about perfection of order. Hmm. So that mm-hmm. combination is why there's so many artists and musicians and so forth that are nines with a one wing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I feel like one thing that I really connected to when I thought I was a four um, was like being able to find beauty in all types of art and all like, right, right. you know, in everything. <laughs> and like, that's like, something that people say is very four which is not not very that is the opposite of four right (laughs) but a lot of people think that like oh finding beauty it's like no no yeah so that's attachment finds beauty frustration rejects it you know like doesn't it's like no that's not it not it not it uh, yeah so chances are if you're a nine wing one you're very likely to think to mistype yourself as a four yes because you see beauty in everything Or you'll get those nines that want to be fours that are like, no, I don't see it in everything, you know. And then like, (laughs) yeah, it's complicated because there because there is a a critic thing with the one. Sure, it's true. Yeah, and I mean, you can see, I don't know. There's clips of David Lynch, for example, who's a nine with one, and just him being really frustrated and critical. There's a clip of him. Uh, talking about people watching movies on their iPhone. On their fucking phones. On their fucking phones. <laughs> oh, <my> God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He <laughs> sounds lovely. <laughs> I think we should do an episode on Lynch sometime. Um, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and we, yeah, we should like either all watch the same thing or watch something different and, and talk about his nineness. 
Yeah, that'd be that'd be yeah, fun because he's one that uh, some people <clears throat> feel strongly is a five, and uh, right, he's a nine boy, and he's uh, my type twin. Type basically. twin, yeah, right. Mm. All oh, is through. that why he talks like that? That is why. <laughs> <laughs> I with, the thing with like nine wing eight in terms of like uh, what what does nine wing eight archetypally represent? Um, well, it feels like. Of the nines, nine wing eights can more comfortably embody like a leadership role. Um, and so a lot of like, at least in men and women, you get like, for example, Beyonce is like, you know, something archetypal where she's like this queen energy. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. And there's sort of like strength of the eight wing and there's sort of like that unbotheredness that uh, people are more likely to see leadership in a nine wing eight. And I see that often, like when I've had follow-up sessions with nine wing eights that, you know, they mention like, I'm always, you know, been given a leadership role in this, or I run this, or, you know, we had Obama who is a social self-press nine wing eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's sort of like comfortable people just kind of project leadership on that energy. It's yeah. There's been several presidents and it's uh people like that energy because it's got the nine soothingness and mm-hmm. the attachment and it's got the eight uh, strength of presence and so mm-hmm. forth. Yeah. I do think also that the eight wing comes in to protect the nineness by just rejecting. Mm-hmm. Like nine can be, or nine wing one can be a little fussier because it's protecting its nineness through like scrutiny and criticism or whatever, mm-hmm. through frustration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the eight wing just chops it. You know, like I think a lot of the reasons why nine wing eights sometimes type as eight or sometimes have this like baddie complex or whatever yeah. is like they do have, they, how do I say this? They enforce their non engagement with rejection. <laughs> mm hmm. Right. Yeah, you know that's what I mean? Really, like they'll just be like, yeah. not, not fucking dealing with that when it's, it's still nineness. It's still refusal to engage. But if you don't know the way that structure plays out, it does look very, it looks pretty discerning and it looks pretty strong mm-hmm. and it looks pretty like on typical unbothered is nine wing eight. I think. The other thing also to say about the eight wing is that that's a, that's a reactive type. And so nine wing eights are less conflict avoidant than nine wing ones. And so the anger uh, is much more, I mean, they give themselves more permission to express anger. Yeah. It's been mm-hmm. what, what I've experienced. Another way I think yeah. of it too is the line to six is different with nines with an eight and nines with a one. Like the nine with an eight line to six is more physical protection kind of stuff. Whereas the Nine with a one line to six is more heady and intellectual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that true. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. That I'll say sense. I don't know how to expand on this really, but it's sort of a gut impression. I actually don't think nine wing eight is less conflict avoidant than nine wing one. And mm. that's kind of what I was speaking to with the there's unpack sorry, that. Unpack yeah, well, that's that. kind of what I was speaking to that the eight wing just rejects in order to project or in order to protect the mm. nine non-engagement okay. like i have been in conflicts with nine wing eight where they just refuse to engage that is not that is avoiding conflict that is still uh. like blunt blatant avoiding conflict but it's through complete rejection versus the nine wing one will do will avoid the conflict by being like no you need to fix how you're talking to me like, oh you know, okay okay oh no that's good that's a really good distinction so like the the uh 
911 Tone Police. That's a good, mm-hmm. that's another one. So 911 yeah. Tone Police and the 9 wing 8 sort of like, what is the, what would be the term? They, they don't go, is it ghost? Well, I mean, no, both 9s ghost. It's not ghosting. I see it more Complete as like, almost rejection. like a behavior police almost. Like, it's just like, mm. not, not dealing with you. Like, fix yourself or we're, I'm not fucking talking. Like, I've, <laughs> that's been my experience with 9 wing 8. It's just like, just refusal to engage completely and calling it something else when it's hmm. still nine avoidance. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they feel more cut off to me. Like the nine wing eights feel more, uh, I'm just going to conveniently disregard what you just said. And right. I mean, on some level, nines are all doing it, but it feels more like I just completely just deleted the thing that just happened or, or that you said. Yeah. <laughs> Delete. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like I won't entertain it even where nine wing one has the like frustrated element, mm-hmm. you know, that like will entertain and will use frustration to protect the peace in a certain way. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, nine wing eight is just like, don't hear you, la la la. Yeah. Just cutting off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, uh, the nine wing one has like a, a sense of how peace should look or be true you know whereas the nine wing eight just kind of wants to like belly flop on top of the disturbance mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, it's like okay it's time to it's time to smoke weed now it's that yeah <laughs> yeah just time to drown it out like just in, without a lot of discrimination about it whereas the nine wing one is going to be like well actually this is that this is you know yeah uh the cozy pants are not on yet and the temperature is uh you know <laughs> not whatever correct yet. yeah what it was is the- at 73 instead of 72 that's it. What was the criticism that people had of Obama? I I think it had something. There might be a, something there with Nine Wing Eight because I, I I don't I don't remember exactly what it was. But it, it, it was that he uh, droned civilian weddings and <laughs> and that he just like you know that I you know I think this was intentional. He 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 tried to like compromise too much or work with Republicans right. too much, but I don't think it was because he actually gave a shit about working with republicans i think it was just like so he could look like he was being progressive and be on the side of you know progressive side of things while actually just staying as economically and socially conservative as he is Mm -hmm. i think uh like with his aides and stuff it was like that he was checked out that Mm. kind of thing yeah 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 just you know in on a one-to-one level day to day yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of what I was getting at. Is that I, uh, from what at least in terms of his presidential style, that people were uh, critical of how just he wouldn't en- he would just refuse to engage when he was supposed to, right, or something like that. Like he would just you know maybe you're supposed to meet with this this person and smooth things over, and he just like refuses to do that. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, well, so I think. One thing we didn't touch on is that uh, nine wing one makes the nine much more like philosophical. Oh yes, mm-hmm. you know the philosophy That's a good of the universe one, yeah, yeah. becomes, you know, idealistic and uh, you know about the like you know idealistic about how things ought to be or how things yeah. things are and in some sort of idealistic plane. It's like their i their their sense of um, harmony. Almost derives from top down, from like from the idea, like the yes. the view of reality down to the ground. Whereas like the nine wing eight, it's like their harmony comes from like the roots up. Mm-hmm. That's right. 
That's no, exactly that's... it right there is one is top down, like one is God's eye, higher ah. order. And hmm, eight is the individual animal on the ground. Yeah. You yeah, know. that works well with the stacking overlap too, with an eight wing being self pressed social and a one wing being social self pressed. That's right, mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah, that's an interesting directions. That's yep. an interesting uh, to see like how many creative and progressive seeming nine wing ones out there uh, compared to nine wing eights. Like nine wing eights tend to be on the conservative side of things. Not to say that they're you're conservative, but there's something more conservative about this sort of like gr grounded, rooted approach to things but it seems like uh the idealism of the one wing adds like this sort of openness because there's so many free thinkers and and artists and creative types that come up with like a wild shit that are nine wing ones and you don't really get <laughs> right uh, you get a lot of like the writers and the artists that are nine wing ones but you not to say that there aren't creative nine wing eights because there are but um nine wing eight is a little bit more stuck in the mud it's it's reformer <laughs> energy from the one so yeah it's yeah improving finding yeah more refined uh harmony or something and then i think well we should... let me let me get this in this is i might cut this out this is funny but i i had a, a ex who was a nine wing eight who was a set decorator which is you know kind of a creative profession and she made like a student film in school and so i checked out the student film you know because that's kind of like a collage and guess what her student film was about Worms oh or something? It was literally a, a, in the ground, underground <laughs> worms <laughs> you know, crawling around. That was the film. And amazing. <laughs> I mean, horrible, but amazing. So that, that I called her earthworms. That was her. That was her. <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> earthworm. Aww. I mean, that's, that's a nickname for Nine Wing Eight. So they're, they're... Uh -huh. Earthworm. That's so funny because there's that meme going around right now of like, girlfriends asking their boyfriend would you still love me if i was a worm <laughs> oh really like pretty yeah. nine in general oh yeah i asked john like every day and now it's a joke but <laughs> but it's not <laughs> it's not a joke at all john yeah <laughs> i know i always say no to it blink twice <laughs> <laughs> brian's always just like no i wouldn't <laughs> yeah john tells me he would just eat me yeah so different yeah, than what I do now. You. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of uh, little little animal names for nines, uh, you know, I call Alexandra a koala, which is up in a tree. Yeah. A fluffy thing up in a tree. Mm, true. You know, it's not on the ground. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Rolling around in the mud. Yeah. It's yeah. not like a yeah. It's not like a little. Uh, yeah, like yeah, it's something that scurries. It's. Mm -hmm. Eating eucalyptus in the, you know, very gently in the, in the tree. Yeah, very slowly. Um, but one thing we should talk about is how do, and this is Alexandra's, uh, something she raised, but like before we started the call, but how does frustration or rejection facilitate attachment? Mm. Mm. Uh, okay. So um, what I have observed and experienced is i mean we could go at this from two different angles like how does how do each of the wings yeah keep the help keep the attachment going but also like create the disconnect in order to connect again right <laughs> mm -hmm. um because as a one winger 
I see it very clearly. Like I have, there are, are ways where I will prevent the attachment or like refuse to see why there is no reason to disconnect or something like, you know, just like normal pattern stuff where I'll just, everything will be fine. And then suddenly I'll be like, there's a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's like with the one wing specificity that I'll just like see problems that aren't there. I was just like, like find some in like my, it, the, like the aperture of it gets really, really, really narrow. And I'll just be like, but this right here, but this tiny little piece, but like, we'll look at this mm-hmm. one little inch of stuff that's wrong. Okay. Let me see. Oh, that and, I mean, that'll show, <laughs> that'll show up in like, you know, like, oh, you said this wrong or like, you mm-hmm. didn't, mm-hmm. if I need like, as the you know, like if I need assurance and you don't give me the right assurance the right way, you know, it's like, that's oh, the, yeah, yeah. the disconnect mm-hmm. goes. Yeah. And that's also me like monitoring my attachment also. It's just like, that's how I'm kind of keeping the attachment going is making sure all these like micro details are in place. Whereas, um, you know, and kind of being frustrated about them. Uh And I've seen with nine wing eights, they will just kind of like chop off what isn't working. Well, it's also that they're barging in. Like that's my experience with, uh, at least what I've observed with nine wing eights is that that's an assertive wing. and it's kind of like a put my foot in my own mouth kind of syndrome where it's like yes a nine wing eight will just um assert a certain direction and of course they'll waffle and they'll pull back once they realize it it's it they create a disconnect assertively it's what it feels like to me like i'm not oh, really interesting because i'm the eight is separate and so i'm going to i'm going to push to get that sense of aliveness and so it feels like nine wing eights are asserting their nineness and overstepping some certain boundaries and then sort of like detaching and that's the way they're get, they're using a rejection to get that disconnect mm. um to yeah, that's really good because i see a lot of times like you know the in in the the types that have started drama in the group and it, the nines that do so and just continue to keep pushing are the nine wing eights the social nine wing eights um mm-hmm. because they'll they'll just start making you know hot take posts and um oh. <laughs> You know, just like it's more often, I mean, nine wing ones would do it too, but there's kind of like a, a super ego frustration thing behind it, trying to justify mm-hmm. them yeah. doing that. Whereas a nine wing eights is just sort of like more likely to be the, the you know, the asshole, not asshole, but you know, the nine wing eight that's going to just say something that stepped over a line and then get people upset and, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, no, that's a good point because that's using two different triads. It's using, yeah, assertive versus super ego, where like mm-hmm. a nine wing one isn't necessarily going to just like, throw something out there and be like whoops didn't know it was going to garner exactly. this reaction yeah nine wing eight will maybe not know <laughs> that it will have garnered that reaction yeah they're always creating drama and say oh who me but but th- that <laughs> assertion whereas nine wing yeah. one might create drama but there there's like oh i'm uh, there's a justification for it, it. this is yeah, why i'm yeah. speaking up whereas nine wing yeah. eight is just going to start some shit and be like oh i didn't mean to do that but, I, yeah. but they obviously didn't <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's so funny. What? Who, me? That, that's so funny. <laughs> just just yeah. think about certain social self, social self-press nine-wing eights over the years that we've had that was just like all the shit that they've started on forums. Can, social and, self-press. Oh, I see. You know, okay. you, you remember yeah. what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, some Kyle adjacent. There's been several of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God. Oh, man. Yeah, that's really funny. And the thing about David that you said about the line to six and how it expresses expresses itself differently. Mm-hmm. One thing I've noticed uh, with the nine wing eight line to six is that it it's more cynical and contrarian, uh, mm-hmm. because it's just 
Yeah, because at least with Nightwing 1, mm-hmm. there's some specificity mm-hmm. in like trying to find distinctions. Where at Nightwing 8. Ideal, and idealism, too, with the One Wing. Yeah. And so it feels like with Nightwing 8, it's just like I don't really have a point. Like it's not yes. specified, but I'm mm-hmm. just being contrarian for its own sake. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've seen that for sure. Where it's just like, you, it's sort of like you feel like you're punching, but you're punching when, with a burlap bag that the nine has put over you, you know? Yeah. Like, so it's like <laughs> you're, you, you can't really see where you're punching and you know you're hitting something. But you right. Know, yeah, it's really annoying. Yeah, yeah. nine wing eights at six is probably, probably the most annoying type on the Enneagram for me. <laughs> I, I would say so because it's, it's like with nine wing one, you can sort of argue on a point by point because it's like trying to drill down into something there is a point because yeah. it's a super mm-hmm. ego and frustration mm-hmm. whereas nine wing eight is just sort of like i'm just being contrarian and i'm asserting something and i don't i mm-hmm. when i'm pushed i don't really have any sort of reasoning behind it i'm just i'm yeah. just sort of expanding totally yeah that's funny for me the um the attachment to disconnect thing often shows up as me uh, being critical about some specific thing, like I don't know if you guys saw John and Alexandra in that one chat that we're in, uh, just like criticizing Avery about her <laughs> sweater or something. Oh yes, <laughs> she had Bucky's sweater, which is this horrendous um, <laughs> convenience store or whatever. Yeah, and, and but that's sort of my way of bonding. But sure, it's, yeah, it's like I'm fucking with her. Yeah, I mean right? it's fun. She knows and, it. Yeah, and it's and it's um, but it's critical. It's like mm-hmm. it's aesthetically wrong that you're yeah. wearing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I have that same. I mean, you have it too with the all the Taco Bell and the Wendy's and the yeah. horrible things they all like in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. There is like a prickly quality to Nine Wing One that Nine Wing Eight doesn't have. Yeah, you know, and like I, I was on a. a Crusade is not the right word, but just when I was more active on my Enneagram account, which I need to be more active on, there's my one wing already coming up. <laughs> of just like, oh, I'm lazy. You know, maybe a nine wing eight would be like, yeah, I put it down where I'm like, oh God, I need to get back to it. Um, but anyway, one of the things that I was always trying to parse out was the sort of like equalizing the effectiveness of both nine wing eight and nine wing one. Because, you know, it even came up here where like nine wing eight is the is the more is the least conflict avoidant one or like the one that's going to be. How do I say this? Like most effectively angry or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like the anger of a nine wing eight is more angry than the anger of a nine wing one. And that's something I was trying to like. That is not my experience because I feel like when I'm (laughs) angry, I'm like viciously angry. Right. Um. So yeah, so that's something. And the well, anyway, one of the distinctions was like the nine wing eight anger, that sort of volcanic nine anger with an eight wing is more that wrecking ball, that kind of just like blunt. Mm-hmm. Whereas um, the one wing, I feel like is like a dagger being held mm-hmm. in the hand. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like it's just more specified and like, like, like takes less energy but is really specific mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. Uh, the eight wing that uses more energy and is more expansive and has just this like bigger kind of bulldozing effect. 
but they're both still, you know, going to kill you if it gets really angry. Well, the thing about the nine wing one is uh, that it's chewing on that frustration. So it feels like the nine wing ones are the ones that will just continue a conflict, uh, slow drip over a long period of time. So like over in the forums, I see that as like the yeah. ones that just won't let it go. Like they just keep chewing on the frustration. Whereas mm-hmm. the, the yeah. nine wing eight might come in, you know, big and hot, like it's a, an explosion. But once you actually pin them down there's really not much there because they can't it doesn't have the specificity of the one wing so Mm -hmm. it's a little bit different so it doesn't have the verbal argument no it doesn't it's just like a it starts off maybe as a big jab and then once examined it falls apart whereas nine wing one will will do the tone police and just keep that going like but you didn't do this but you didn't you know like that sort of <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and a lot of nine one ones will just like be in re- relationships for that purpose. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Um, an analogy that just came to mind about uh, fighting or arguing with a nine wing eight is like when you're in a nightmare and you're trying to scream and you can't scream. Mm. <laughs> it's like it feels like that. <laughs> yeah. You're just like I am screaming my guts out, and yet nothing is happening. That's mm-hmm. my experience with my ex. It's like yeah. you're not hearing me at all. Yeah, it's just <laughs> like it's like, am I invisible? Am I ghost? Like, yeah. what's going on? So yeah. pick your poison. Yeah. <laughs> what style of dissociation do you want to deal with? <laughs> Nines are great. <laughs> <laughs> and on the anger side, that led to me yelling at the very top of my lungs straight into her ear oh nice that's a great visual yeah, right there that's fun yeah no, i mean as loud as i could uh-huh. for talking about differences in anger and degrees of anger i yeah, think brian is the only man that i have ever argued with that i have screamed at Oh, I have never right screamed there. at another man. <laughs> you know, that's, that's how you know it's real. <laughs> <laughs> we have a very healthy relationship, guys. You may just argue, okay? Yeah. <laughs> if you're not arguing, Brian, blink twice. <laughs> <laughs> He's stuck in the closet. <laughs> yeah, now I'm even thinking about the difference in conflict that I've had with nine wing ones and nine wing eights. Because I was basically like raised in a flock of nine wing ones. Oh, Jesus. My mom, my sister, John and I were just in Puerto Rico where he <laughs> met my family. And it was like, just like, a, yeah, just like a field of nine wing ones. Just incredible amounts of nine wing ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's interesting because like, yeah, on the surface, everything looks like nice and polite and, and whatever, whatever. But like what growing up, there was a lot of just like micro, like, like micro energetic yeah just Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. warfare when things (laughs) like the energy would get like like suspiciously quiet but then any kind of like ripple in the energy you'd know was like something even if it wasn't directed even if it wasn't like verbalized but you'd know it so like i know the nine one or not i know the nine wing one style of conflict and it's like very fucking annoying it's super annoying and at the same time, I've got Tell us about conflicts. it. I, I, no, we, I need a breakdown. What is the nine wing one style of conflict? Oh, mm-hmm. well, like, okay. So like with my sister, it's a lot of, yeah, everything's good. You know, it's a lot of like, um, go ahead. <laughs> well, one of the things that you and your sister do is there's like a game of chicken and chicken in terms of who's going to acknowledge the problem first. Because <laughs> yes. then whoever acknowledges the problem, it's like, oh, you have the problem. You know, it's right. like- and it's just I don't this, have a problem. 
<laughs> yeah, like, like, oh, you brought this up now. Like, oh, you want to make a whole thing now. Like, and and oh the God, one yeah. that is making the whole thing is like somehow in That's a lesser the position. Person. The conflict yeah. starter, yeah. Oh and so God. there's like a like level of shaming there. Where it's like I've been amazed, like just with you and your sister texting, just of like yeah, how much it can go on. Of like you can like you could feel that you guys are angry at each other. <laughs> and yeah, yes. And there's just like this lack of acknowledgement. <laughs> and it's like the way that you'll fight even is like bring each other up to the like um, the lid of acknowledging the the conflict or the anger. And still, oh, yeah, like, it's all energetic. The other one still won't go over the edge, and it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, it's very, very exhausting. Which you can absolutely way... feel it. Like you can feel like, oh, now she's about to admit or has to admit or cornered her, and then poo diffuses, and it's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't even Ridiculous. say diffuse. It's just like suddenly, like the the stretch of road gets like longer, and then the tension builds and builds and builds. Mm. Yeah, and so mm -hmm. growing up, my mom is also a nine wing one. Um, so growing up when my mom was angry, it was usually because my sister and I were pretty linked growing up, like very like packed in a pack together, uh, usually against my mom, who was like, you know, pretty reactive for a nine or at least like in the nine world. She was the reactive one. Um, and so it would be this thing where like we could tell that our mom was angry. And so it was just this, I like, I remember car rides to church or something mm -hmm. like that, where my mom's just stewing and it's, she wouldn't say anything, but like, if I turn the music on, you know, to something she didn't like, I don't like that, turn it to the next one. And it was just like, like just dripping with just po like his poisonous tone. And so, um, uh, that reminds me of something John and I were talking about in, uh, Puerto Rico that the reason nine wing ones are so sensitive to the tone is because that is like the biggest weapon that a nine wing one has <laughs> is this tone with like plausible deniability but you can feel all the anger and the seething like frustration in the tone mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying so there are so many nines that you can just absolutely feel and nine wing eight does it too but it is more of a frustrated quality of a one winger um okay what was I saying yeah that you can um, that you can, the words are fine, the expression is fine, but there is something in like the vocal quality and like the energetic, um, yeah, the state of the energy emanating off of them that is just so vicious. You know, mm -hmm. you guys all know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Surely. Yeah. That, yes. like, they don't call that you cunt wing for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it's just such a tattle tell on themselves when a nine tone polices you. It's usually because their tone fucking sucks. <laughs> yep. That's a soundbite right there. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah. And unfortunately, it is like, it's mostly one. Like, eight does that, the eight wingers does that foot and mouth thing where instead of like, perfectly presenting or perfectly like laying out the the uh -huh. landscape for the conflict to then be admitted by the other party or whatever a nine wing eight will just kind of clumsily just throw something out there without like thinking it through it seems mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know what i mean and then have to like backtrack from there that's always what it seems like to me with nine wing eights it's like they they said too much they stepped over a line yes and and now they have to clean it up and that's where they're doing mm. their attachment to disconnect so I'm, i went too far mm. now i have to sort of like backpedal or but it's, it, it's like the eight reactivity i pushed too far and i provoked people to react to me and now we are sort of locked into this like attachment to disconnect thing whereas with the nine wing the one wing it's like 
uh, a frustrated criticism and we're locked into an attachment to disconnect based on the discussion about the different little details of what you did wrong. Yep. Yep. I uh, often acknowledge the soon to be storm that is brewing long before Brian acknowledges it. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'll be like, is everything okay? He's like, yeah, everything's fine. But it's like in it's this voice, like, um, I don't know, it's like a robot said it. Everything's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's like, ooh. Well, yeah, it's there. <laughs> yep. It's the, uh, it's the separated voice. <laughs> yeah, but, and he doesn't know it either. I'm like, I don't think everything is. And he's like, no, everything is. And he means it. And then like six days later, he's like... You know, and I'm like, yep, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yeah, that is funny because sometimes I really don't know it. Like, I know something's mm. something in the lake is off, <laughs> but I don't actually know what the thing is yet. But yeah, there That's are other times where I totally know it. Yeah, yeah. Something <laughs> in the water is off. <laughs> yeah, it totally. It's just like, hmm, something's in there, but I don't know what it is. So there have been times where John will ask me, like, if something's fine. And I will say everything's fine because I don't consciously know what that disruption is yet. But I do know that something's been, dis you know, where it's just like something's there, but I can't put it into words yet. So I'm just going to say mm -hmm. it's fine until mm -hmm. I know what it is. Mm. I really wish y'all wouldn't do that. Man, I wish I would just know right away. <laughs> yeah, no, I will either just that. be like, okay, well, storms are coming. Or, or I'll just provoke her. To just try to get it out or get it to the surface. I do just... that too. Yeah. yeah, man, that's so annoying. Yeah, I, John, I poke. <laughs> that's great. John, do you have any nines in your family? Um, no, I don't think so. No, I mean my grandparents. My grandma is, but like I hardly know her or see okay. her. Okay. Yeah, because I was just, I was just thinking. Uh, I don't. I didn't have any frame of reference for nine energy growing up, and so yeah. learning the enneagram and re recognizing that this type is. For a while, it was like, this is the craziest thing ever. Like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, like, even still, I'm I'm next to her, and I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> it's just, worth, I mean, even though we've been talking about nines with a one wing as more articulate and sharp and everything, it's still a body type, right? Yeah. So it's still, oh, yeah. um, you know, whatever's brewing is in that kind of nonverbal space. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Well, just... The way that Alexandra can just like chill, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just be and uh, yeah, like the, there's so much going on in this like very this still area. Uh, it is kind of like 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 I think I'm more used to it now, but at the beginning, yeah. I mean, was like wasn't I like? Yeah, you were very confused. <laughs> <laughs> confused like, like that you would just chill, like, that you were just laying around all the time? Uh, I don't think in that. I think he was a little fascinated with that. Like he would call me a body type a lot when we were first dating, when we first got together. And I was like, why is this such a big thing? And I realized it's because he'd never been around like just like a lumpy creature before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he's used to there um, always being with, with somebody where there's always a problem. Yeah. yeah. Always, constantly. Yeah. Right. And it's being um, vocalized. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But OK, so that was the other end is like the other end of his confusion was also seeing how I dealt with my own emotional disruption. Mm. Um, and sometimes like it would be what I described where like I felt disturbed somehow, 
can't articulate it yet. And that would like stress him out, I think, because, yeah, he was used to being with like very frustratedly vocal people that my inability to articulate in the moment would cause him to like try to provoke it out of me. And then it was just like, wait, I don't know what it is yet. I'm not trying to hide it. I just fucking can't find it yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's really funny. Yeah, I mean. You know, I have, I just have a really dumb sense of humor, and so like uh, that <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion song "Body." You know, just <laughs> when I oh, see yeah, that, sometimes yeah, Alexander yeah, will just yeah. be like in a lump on the couch in blankets, and I do that like "Body Yada Yada Yada." You know, <laughs> or like we have this like uh, crazy curvy curly cozy body. Yada, you know, because like, <laughs> it's just she's just such like a she's such like a creature that is like complete unto herself. Yeah, and it's like you know we were saying earlier that she'll need to like apologize for being lazy, and I mean I you know I just have to remind her like I'm fucking withdrawn as hell, like I'm pro- I'm probably more withdrawn than she is, so like yeah. mm-hmm. I know the alone thing, but her um what it it is like a self containedness that is amazing. Like I have to be focused on something and. Um, active in some inner way, hmm. whereas her just ability as a body type just to to you know, to be a lump is like a, is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need to be. I need just creature time. Where like what like John's way of self regulating is yeah to be like focused on some sort of has like mm-hmm. some sort of inner productivity going. Where hmm. I need time to just like do nothing. Like Non-verbal I need my space. inner yes. I need no. just my inner life to just be like a big open field of grass and nothingness yeah. so that my energy is just like free to be restored. You know what I'm saying? Like it is oh. like restorative recharge time where I don't, I, yeah, it, I don't need to be doing anything. I don't need to be focused on anything, but like I need time to not be focused. Like, yeah. Hmm. Cause like w- what that's making me think of is my withdrawn alone time. I'm still like in that four thing of, of unspooling and processing and uh like expressing in some introverted way my identity you know like Mm -hmm. drawing or something like that or usually it's something like drawing or or engaging with a topic that i'm fascinated by Mm -hmm. uh but like yeah with alexandra there's just no activity (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I can do amazing like amounts of no activity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, give give us nothing. Yes, that's me. Um, I can do like physical, like mindless physical activities while I'm kind of doing nothing, and that's like, but that's Same. my way to sort of like, it like keep. That's my way to claim my inner world. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's sort of a mindless outer thing that I'm doing, so that my inner world is just free for me. Mm-hmm. But that's how it has to feel. And this is like early, early. And I know we're getting off topic here, but like early, early in the Enneagram, in my Enneagram sort of journey or whatever, um, I would keep hearing the word freedom being associated to seven. And I questioned, like, I didn't necessarily question having a seven fix, but that always was something that I went back to of just like, why is freedom associated to seven so much? Like, I feel the need for freedom so much. Mm. But that is like the difference, I think, is like, I don't necessarily need it externally, but I need it very, very strictly internally. Mm-hmm. Well, it gets and, at the word maybe autonomy also. Yeah, as that's a true. Parallel to freedom. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because and if seven... your world doesn't foster it, you will make it happen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a great point. Yeah. yeah. The thing with seven freedom, it's more of a mental kind of like staying ahead of whatever is happening now. So it's like it's a different sort of thing than the body type sort of like sense of autonomy that I, I I need to feel like I can do my thing versus seven sort of sense of freedom is much more mental. Seven sense of freedom is yeah. like many things could happen. Whereas like nine's freedom is like, I want nothing to be able to happen. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And again, this is like off topic too, but David, I was, and we don't have to keep this in cause this is just like nonsense, but uh, David, I was listening to your episode with Josh. I haven't mm. finished it yet. Mm-hmm. But um, there was a thing you kept talking about, like, well, I'm localizing and had this kind of like resentment about around being localized. Um, And I was thinking about that, too, because he asked you, like, what percentage of you, what percentage of your identity is something? I can't remember the specific word now. Enneagram stuff. Okay, yeah, maybe it was that. Um, But it, like, sent me off on this whole inner, like, I don't know, inner highway of just, like, thoughts, just this, like, inner network of thoughts. Um, and it sent me to this place of like, I don't, I guess this is what I associated with freedom is like, I personally don't want to be localized. <laughs> like there's, mm. there's almost like, you know, like four has the specificity of like nothing is specific enough to be me where I almost feel like is nothing is big enough to like contain everything that I mm. am, mm-hmm. you know? So like, I know that's a different mm-hmm. thing, but I guess I just wanted to verbalize that. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like nothing, if I focus on this, if I localize myself here, I will inevitably be neglecting another part of me. Hmm. That'll, that's not, it's not big yeah, enough. Yeah, that's interesting. It's kind of like part of nineness is you want to be the whole circle at the same time. Yeah. The circle of everything, that anything could be anything and everything is everything or something. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's part of the dissipation, though, of nine is that you're spread too thin, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. All right, we've been going for like an hour and 20 minutes. Uh, yeah. Let's wrap up. Uh, yeah, we're sick of nines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am. We've talked about y'all yeah, too much. Too. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that right. should well, that, that should cover it. That's good. Yeah. That was interesting. Yeah, that yeah. was. So wait, Nancy, you're you're deserting you're deserting us. That's what you're yeah, doing. Yeah. So, um, I was hoping that the transition would be a little bit easier, but due to the housing crisis in the Netherlands, I we're leaving our apartment the thirty first. I fly out the thirteenth, so I'm going to be in my friend's house, and she has a she's a one, and she has a very strict schedule. So I really don't know how recording there would go. Sure. Um, uh-huh. and, then, uh, and then we have an Airbnb for two weeks, and it's I can just tell it's not going to be a good setup. Um, and then we'll be in our new place, but my school starts the day I have to move in as well. Uh, wow. So I'm just going to give myself... Yeah, it's great. I love the next two and a half months of my life. It's going to be great. Mm. Um, <laughs> so I'm just going to give myself those two weeks to kind of settle in. And then yeah. I'm going to need it to be a different time because oh, I'll yeah, be that's six right. hours right. ahead of you. Yep. Six hours ahead. Mm. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll yeah. we'll see. I mean, we could record, try to keep it on Sunday, but maybe we'll uh, just uh, we'll just record earlier in the day. We could do yeah. that. But yeah, we'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah. I mean, and, and I if... won't have like a friend group or anything, so I'll be much freer. <laughs> <laughs> Got to start over out Sad there. Sad face. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, that's going to be a, a hell of a transition for you. Yeah. yeah. It's going to so be soon. I know. It's exhausting already thinking about it, but it's exciting too. Get out of America. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Alexandra <laughs> and John, you just come along. We have, right. we have couches. Perfect. <laughs> All right. We'll be right there. Yeah, My I dog the ever has already met your cats. He loves them. It'll oh. be great. <laughs> Beautiful. Let's do it. Oh, that's yeah. right. I was like, what is she talking about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, they have. Yeah. <laughs> he just heard Alexander's cat voice. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got my little potato beside me, so. <laughs> but right. Until next right. time. All right. Okay, bye. Bye. All right. Love bye. you guys. Bye. Love you. Bye. Oh, I love you. <laughs>